Marky Worthington podcast all day. All day. Dream by night. <laughs> Don't buy me a drink. Just give me 10 bucks. <laughs> all day. <laughs> Go down to the strip club with your floppy disk and turn it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. You'll get fucking thrown out by Big Tony. <laughs> We're here to name names and make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of. Don't blow it. Keep it simple. Count your money. No, whatever it is. <laughs> There we go. Welcome to episode sixty-four. I've got uh, Roland Bull here with the uh, with the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Marky. Thanks for having me. What an intro! Normally, I do the clap off mic, but that one was just so spectacular. We need to leave it on. We uh, did it well, didn't we? Clapping actually unison. quite well. Yeah, I don't know if we should be in comedy or in some form of boy band together. Both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the um. I don't know. I already look like one of the Nelson twins, so I think we have to go for something else. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, as a reference to like some comedians that I met before I did comedy. Do you know who I mean? But no, I don't. So there's these. I was like, do I have to grow a beard? Are we going to be? What's going happening? <laughs> well, they uh, they do have beards. As a twins, they were you know, on like Australia's Got Talent or something. They were in like oh, okay. Australia da- Australia like. Style, like themed tracksuits and oh. they just got this really good image so they sort of like took off and I met them I was actually judging a beard competition in like 2014 <laughs> of course you were and they were the guest judges and uh, I met them through that actually I've got an image of when I met them I'll show you after the show and for anyone watching the YouTube I'll put it just here it's going to be ex- like the image is going to be right here between my hands um, of yeah when I met them and they basically look like me just instead of ginger they got brown beards but yeah nice who won the competition um so there was this guy there was this guy it was for the october fest at epic park when they ran like events back before i can remember Mm. and um there was this like tall kind of like greek dude with like a big black beard and like 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 a top knot because that was cool in 2014 oh it's still cool it is still cool yeah like the the onion haircut but um yeah, and the funniest thing is, um, when I was going into the event, I didn't actually have like any pass or anything like that. So they pulled me up at the gate, mm. and I had to call the event organizer to come out and get me. Um, and the guy that was there f- that eventually ended up winning the beard competition was also coming in at that point, mm. and he seen me and thought that I was going to be competing in the competition, so he fully snobbed me. Really? He was taking it very seriously. And he, oh man, so I've been to like a few the Olympics. I've been to a few beard competitions. You're looking at the uh, 2020 um, Canberra's longest beard winner. Fantastic. Um, yeah, and um, there's longer beards, but they don't come out of the house very much. Um, okay, nice. Yeah, so the longest beard that could turn up and be social. Yeah. 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 Okay. How long is your beard? Um, like. F- 15 inches yeah oh i need it in metric yeah oh, okay um well shit <laughs> sorry <laughs> no no i got i got i got you i got you like fuck if anyone's seen the clip of me trying to do math with lady blah blah you guys don't fucking know what i'm talking about oh, okay. um but yeah no it's well like tw- uh 12 inches is uh is 30 centimeters so yeah you know we're looking like you know what 44 40 centimeters Something i don't fucking like know yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. the math will be here for anybody right. <laughs> yeah. yeah um anyway so he sort of snobbed me and um i come in and then they introduced me to the nelson twins they're out the back chilling and um we're, and we're having a convers- conversation and we 
I, I tell them, like, this guy thinks, there's this guy out there, he thinks that I'm, like, competing, and he kind of, like, gave me the up-down and, like, gave me the, like, the toddler and tiara sort of vibe. Yeah, yeah, the honey boo-boo type mm. shit. Yeah, he did that shit. Anyway, I was just like, fuck, all right, whatever. So we go, we go out there, and the Nelson twins are just, like, hmm, like, looking at him, and they're, like, measuring the length, and they're, like, really, like, touching, like... So you get to go up and have a feel. Some, well, they don't the have to, but, like... But you can. You can. Like, it's it's just... I guess they were just playing it up, just as a bit of a, like... Like, they were over, like, animating their, um, their movements, right? To, like, try and... They're exaggerating what yeah, they were doing. their assessment. And then they're just, hmm, and they're, like, looking at each other, and they're talking to each other. Like, they're, like, a couple of, like... They're comedians, so they're trying to, like, play it up. Yeah. And then I came out and I was just like, hey, buddy. And he was just like, oh. And I was just like, yeah, I'm one of the judges, man. What's going on? And he was just like, oh, yeah. Um, so do you like my beard? And I was just like, yeah, it's a cool beard, man. We'll see what, how we go. And we walk around the whole lot of them. And then I go over to him and I'm just like, yeah, look, he actually does have one of the best beards here. <laughs> did you say, yeah, I like your beard, but I don't like your attitude. <laughs> yeah. All right? If this was an attitude competition, you yeah, wouldn't be coming you'd in. you'd be failing. You'd be lucky to get a blue ribbon. Uh, exactly. Uh, what, like what's red? Red's third, right? Yeah, something. Yeah, like some, that. I'll no, red that second, beard with green a smile. Third. If you don't mind, yeah. If, even if I can't see it, I like. I know that there's no smile under that view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that's how I met those guys. It was uh, pretty fun. It was actually a really fun. Oh, and after that, the um the event organizer was just like, "Hey, you three need to go and jump." It was just after that Dreamworld thing oh, where that dude got killed. Yeah. He's like, hey, you three, I want you to go outside and jump on this fucking thing that like swings like a pendulum and you sit in this fucking chair and it just swings. I want you, I want, like, I want to go out there and get some promo photos. Oh. So all three of us go out in there. I'm holding the GoPro mm. while this fucking thing is just from like one side up, like it swing like right up and then just like you're in midair for a second and then just straight down yeah. again and i'm there with like all th like all three of us have beards right and every time it was swinging up it was covering out our beards were like swinging up and covering our faces and we're just flying through midair and we're like what the fuck is even going on like we can't even <laughs> see it's bad enough when you can see what's happening yeah cameron ribbons might know more about this because he's a carny or a show person as they say a show person yeah nice um and he um yeah, he, he, he does a lot of the rides and shit like that. But yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so that's how I met those guys. It's a pretty fun time. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, it sounds exciting. It just sounds scandalous though. Yeah, it I does. I can't believe the guy was all like, like did he? That sort of shit. Man, so there's this show called Whisker Wars. It's on YouTube and it's about the world beard and mustache competitions because there is such a thing. Nice. All those massive beards, like German dudes with like crazy designs yeah, and shit. I've seen those. That's where they go to compete every year as well. Whisker Wars. Yeah, Whisker Wars. It's and um it is literally toddlers in tiaras beard edition. They bitch about each other behind their backs. Really? Like yeah. I say get into that. I it's love it. it's probably a Netflix special. Yeah. Well it's it's only like a two season, five episode, twenty minute episode thing on YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, and there's this one really cool guy um, from Texas, uh, Brian Nelson, I think. Yeah. And um, I've actually emailed him when I've organized competitions and shit like that. Because my biggest thing is I would always go to beard competitions and get fucking beaten by people that were like 60. 
You know um, what I mean? So I emailed and said, would there be any, like, because they were going to do the World Beard and Mustache competition in New Zealand. Ah. And I was like, I might actually go to that one. But the problem is I'll be competing against so many people. I emailed to see if they could introduce an under 30s category. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to try and cull some of the competition. Yeah. And Those old motherfuckers who have had, like, experience. Beards. Yeah, beards for longer than I've been alive. Yeah. I went to a beard comp one time, and this dude was actually one of my old man's friends when I was a kid. Yeah. And I didn't know that at first. And uh, we did the comp. He had a bigger, grayer beard than mine. Mm-hmm. And um, he won. And I went over, I was just like, hey man, like good, 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 good win, sh- good win, you good know? beard, yeah, good yeah, win, yeah, good win. He's like, I wouldn't be too disheartened, mate. I'm actually, you m- might not remember, remember me, but like I've, I held you when you're a baby and I Cute. still had this beard then. Oh. And I was just like, oh. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't pull it out. Did I? And he was just like, he's like, nah, you know, like you didn't, you know, our babies grab stuff. Yeah. yeah. He's like, no, no, you're good. And I'm like, yeah, cool. He goes, oh, well he, you can have the, um, the, the, like a, like the, one of the like little trophy things. I was just like, nah, it's all good, man. You, you, you keep it like, it's all good. And he's like, but like, I am getting a photo for the paper. I want you to be in the photo. So I still like the first and second. Got <gasps> Did the he photo. hold you like a baby <laughs> oh, for the I new photo? Wish, that would yeah. have been so cute. <laughs> Do a recreation photo. Exactly. <laughs> what do you win? This is my question to you. Like in order to like. It varies. Really? Do you win yeah. like a million dollars? No, it's um so. Half a million. <laughs> it doesn't even have the word million in it um, okay. so it have zeros <laughs> it's no so like it's it's usually just the biggest thing so i, I get sponsored by a beard company um oh, cool. yeah so the biggest thing for me is just going and representing the company that i get sponsored by yeah so um i just go for that mostly but when i do win it's usually like a bar voucher or like you know promotional stuff you know like i remember once i um i won a ned kelly beard competition nice Mm. and um it was i think it was my first date with one of my exes we were together for like three years yeah um it was my first date and i um took her well not my first but like the first time we'd been out out you know what i mean like we'd sort of hung out um in the bedroom yeah not quite so like it was like we we kind of got food and went back to mine to eat and that sort of stuff didn't sort of go out Hmm. um and then the first time we went out out was for this beard comp and um yeah and i won which was a good excuse to go back to spend the bar voucher so we sort of went back because the the wind, I think they were showing a Ned Kelly sh- like theatre show at the at the Canberra Theatre. Oh, there was okay. tickets for that and a bar tab. Yeah, so it was sort of like a good excuse to have another date out. Oh, and, lovely! Yeah. It facilitated three years of romance. It did. It did. It was um, that was a good time. Nice. But yeah. Fuck, here I am again. What is this? I invite someone to the podcast and talk about myself for an hour. <laughs> but it's a whole new world for me, Mark. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to reintroduce it at like 35. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as you can tell, it's gone. Are you over 35? 38. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, I know. Fuck. Well, I, see, if I had a beard, that would be obvious. Well, see, I, I just turned 29 and I look like we should swap ages. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not sure about that. <laughs> My beard's grey. That's why. Like, yeah, baby face. When was the last time you tried to grow anything? When I travel and I can't be fucked yep. shaving. Yeah. That's when it comes out. Because it's full uh, daddy. Privilege of being full white. daddy at the moment. Privilege of being white, hey? You can just grow a beard when you want to travel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whereas, exactly. <laughs> dude, I still get in shape. I got a bit about it, which I won't burn on the podcast because it's a fucking singer. It's not. But um, <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's... um. Still come out to shows, fuck you guys. People sitting at home trying to get free material. Um, so, <laughs> no, but um, I still get pulled up at airports and like patted down and all that sort of shit. And I got a bit about it. Um, but it's just like, and that's a white guy with a beard. Like, it's just, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I couldn't imagine how much more shit people like cop that like, you know, are under more scrutiny and all that sort of crap. Like, I've really... I, I like to. I like how I made this about myself. Someone else's fucking like troubles and drama. Like I'm like, yeah, as a white guy with a beard, I also face those issues. Yeah, so I can only imagine what it's like for you. <laughs> so what sort of you're saying, full daddy? So what sort of um, like it's like salt and pepper, salt George and Clooney? Pepper. Yeah, exactly. Fuck my grandmother yeah. said to me one time, I started growing grey, and I had like stubble, and she goes, "You've got grey in your beard. Have you got it anywhere else?" <laughs> I was like, oh, that's fucked. <laughs> your grandma's got a very fucking seductive voice. I don't know if yeah. it's just because you're doing it or... It's just because I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's how it's how I remember that particular anecdote. <laughs> oh, it reminds me of an entire episode of Sex and the City about how Samantha got a grey pube. Did she have one? Yeah, yeah. Have you watched the box set of Sex and the City and I haven't? I have, yeah. Oh, she got a grey pube? Yep. And, uh, I you know, know, I've probably got those too, to be honest. Do you know what the advice was? What was it? Don't pull it out, Samantha. If you pull one out, five more come to her at its funeral. Wow. I really wish I'd seen that now. Uh, it's at the start of the episode. There's an entire rest that you'll, that you'll be able to watch after that. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. There's another 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Of sage <laughs> wisdom yeah. from um, Samantha. So I only watched it as most people watch Sex in the City to try and get laid. So, um, okay. yeah, yeah. So I watched that with like one of my first girlfriends just so that we could, you know, have a show to watch together. You thought this will put her in the mood. Yeah, this will put her in the mood. There's only so many beard competitions you can win in mm. front of like prospective lovers, isn't there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um, look at you blushing there, Marky. Look no, at you. Look no, at you. I was just thinking about the plot twist when my girlfriend was actually the beard. <laughs> That's what I thought you were talking about initially. It was like the most convincing beard. Here's a selection of gay men and their girlfriends. It would be amazing. That's actually also one of my bits, which is a lot better than my fucking airport bit. <laughs> oh nice. man. Um, that, th I think that that's the real beard is my girlfriend is the, is the, is the true beard. <laughs> and she's longer yeah. than 15 inches. Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely, um, she's older than 15 too, which is a plus. Mm. Um, but yeah, she's, uh, she's the <laughs> true, she's the true ginger beard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, uh, got you on this show initially because we were looking at a, we got a gig coming up. We do have a gig coming up. At the time of recording this, we, um, have a gig coming up. You'll get plugs in a separate video. I'll split this shit up like a motherfucker. But, um, cool. 
But it's also good to just get you on the show because uh, I've seen you perform a few times. So we've never really had a lot of time before or after gigs to chat. Yeah. So um, I think I've seen you for the first time was Raw Comedy. Yeah, Probs in 2020. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. F- and you went up at the end and fucking killed it. Um, oh, I think there was one person after you that was just a random walk up and everyone was like, why did we even... Like, there's no one can follow your set, dude. It was so fucking oh, good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's that was, lovely of you. No, it was really good. It was the first time. So, like, sometimes, like, just like in beard competitions, yeah. when it comes to raw comedy, mm-hmm. um, I got up there and I went, I think I did pretty good. Mm. And then I'm like, I might be in with a chance. And then I'm watching, I'm watching. Okay, yeah, that one was okay. That was okay. You come up at the end, I'm just like, I'm fucking out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> there's oh, no, no chance. No. But um oh, it's an interesting comp though, isn't it? Raw comedy. It is. Yeah, it's an interesting comp. It's an interesting introduction to the comedy scene for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, it's really diverse. You don't really know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. It's so, yeah. some people's first time ever is at Raw. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Was that your first time ever? No, or? that yeah. wasn't my first time. Yeah. So I'd done it in Darwin before and in Alice Springs before. No, maybe yes. I think I'd only done Roar in, oh no, I'd done Roar in Alice mm. and then got into the Northern Territory final, so I went to Darwin to perform. So that's why both venues. Oh. But um yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. And yeah. it was good because I just moved to Canberra, so like that was a good way to meet people. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, shit. Your set had some fairly like Canberra heavy references in there too. Yeah. So like it was cool that you were able to like reference some local shit considering you hadn't been here for long. Yeah. I think it makes it more relatable when you can do shit like that. Yeah, I tried to do that. Tried to do a bit for Canberra Day as well. Just about mm. all the crazy landmarks they have here. Yeah. They're all hypersexualized. Yeah, they are. The Belcon and Owl. Yeah. There's something called um, Optimus Prime pubes or Transformer pubes or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, someone must be behind this. Whoever's oh. funding this is just like a bit of a sicko, but I love it. You know that... Um yeah, you know that there's a lot that goes on behind closed doors in Canberra because there's a lot of people that have a lot of money to fund their um, extracurricular activities. Yeah, they do, don't mm. they? Mm. So anything that anyone ever wants to do, they don't have that limiter that's, oh, wait, I don't have money to be a weird fucking, like, into weird shit, right? Yeah. A uh, weird is a perception, by the way. It might actually be normal shit in Canberra. Oh, yeah, perfectly reasonable shit in Canberra. Yeah, yeah. People have got to let their hair down somehow. <laughs> somehow. Um, so we got we we got that, we got Raw. Um, you recently did... You've done a few gigs around Canberra as well. Yeah, ha- yeah. In and among, I was doing a medical degree the last couple of years, but I took the year off this year um, for various reasons. But, yeah, I tried to sort of get in there and do some comedy at the same time because it is... A lot more fun than mm. medicine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, so I've spoke about this on stage. My girlfriend's a nurse. Oh, and, yeah, cool. um, Yeah, so I think that a lot... And a lot of people in the medical industry have a fucking awesome sense of humor. Like, because yeah. they kind of need to, right? Like, yeah, it can be very dark. Yeah. Except you do need to. Well, to us, it's a sense of humor. For them, it's like a sense of life because they need to kind of just be so direct and stern with everything. Yeah, totally. You know, like... Not just my girlfriend, but like you know, um, I like my mum is is a nurse, or um, she well she works in aged care. She's a um, she's a uh, like an EN, mm. um, but she yeah she works in aged care, and like 
I think that just in the time, because she hadn't done that her whole life. Yeah. But it's it's helped with her sense of humor as well. Like I know that when I first started comedy, a lot of the jokes I would have might be like too dark or mm. something. But like, you know, I think that in the last few years that mum's been nursing, it's kind of like brought it out a little bit, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because it's like comedy is making sense of your world. Yeah. And so if your world is being on a ward and having people die in front of you and having disease and illness and then that broader kind of landscape of like health funding and politics and all that sort of bullshit, your jokes will be quite dark. Yeah. Because it's You're surrounded of, by it. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think that's the beauty of it though, is that it helps you sort of unpack some of those things that you're facing. Like that's how I got into comedy. I was in hospital, had a spinal injury. Oh, really? And it was like a really, really fucked up time. And um, Do you want to talk more about that? What, what happened? Yeah. Oh, well, I um, had a, pretty basic operation on my back and the the surgeon accidentally operated on the wrong part of my back so oh, it was shit. like it's botched sort of situation Holy fuck. yeah so i was living in darwin and then moved back to darwin and i would wander around the place and my legs would go numb and i'd be like oh, what's happened here holy and shit. then after a couple of months got another mri and they were like oh they've operated on the wrong part of your spine so then it was like a couple of months of... Did they try and cover that or anything or... Oh, they had to sort of pay for the next operation. Yeah. That sort of jazz. But then, um, yeah, that's when I started doing comedy because I was like in back in hospital and kind of in, I suppose you might call it a rehab sort of thing. And then... Like physio and shit. Yeah, physio and shit. And yeah, and it was just like, I suppose my way of dealing with it was just making a whole bunch of jokes. Yeah. And then stealing some shit from the hospital and going on stage in Darwin when I got back and telling that story. Fuck. And it was quite dark. Like, you sometimes, do you ever look back at your old stuff? Yeah. You go, either that was, like, not funny or that was a very different time in my life. And so, mm. the jokes are different and yeah. all that sort of shit. Holy shit. That's, um, that's interesting. So... That's what got got you into it, I guess. Oh shit! Did we just do the most cliche fucking question on the podcast? What got you into? What got com- you into comedy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, welcome back to Breakfast Radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got Rolling Bull here. What got you into comedy, man? How long you been doing it, it was for? An accident. Fuck! I actually did. How long you been doing it for as well? Like, did we oh, just yeah. have some shitty fucking fan submitted questions? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. That that's it is it is definitely a thing to like, I guess. It comes to a we- at a weird time. Like I remember w- when I first started, I'd been wanting to do comedy for like eighteen months. Hmm. Never did it. I just wrote down everything I thought might be funny for eighteen months. Yeah, and I built this fucking masterful five minute set. Went on stage and forgot the whole fucking thing for the first time, dude. <laughs> and I ended up just ranting about something random. And I still got a couple laughs, but just like, I, and to be fair, it wasn't my worst set that I've done since. Yeah. But like, it wasn't good. Um, but it was something that, like, as shitty as it might have been, the minute I got off stage, I wanted to do it again. Like, yeah, that's the weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. I've had those experiences recently yeah. where you go, that was brutal. I can't wait to get back into it. Or yeah. you'll go, I'm never doing that again. And then five minutes later, there'll be like an open mic sign up and you'll be like, okay, <laughs> one more time. <laughs> you feel like that dude in um, Deal or No Deal that's got the 50 cent case. You yeah. just keep, <laughs> keep fucking one more. 
Dummy. You remember you remember back to when they offered you seventy five grand and you thought you had the two hundred? <laughs> yes. Just the regret. Yeah, I fucking love that show, dude. Andrew O'Keefe is such a fucking tripper. Isn't he in trouble again? Yeah, he um he's a king, but he was done with um I think yeah, drug possession or something. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Um but hey, you ever seen fucking Dylan No Deal? As no. if he wasn't taking a little fucking bump here or there well, just exactly. to keep him going. Mm. Yeah, keep him powering through because they must film like episodes. Like it's not just one a day that they'd film; they'd film yeah. like five. They'd they? smash it out, but also the energy that he used to bring to every yeah. episode. It's like, let him do a little fucking wreck his life. That must have been pharmaceutical grade energy. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely some um, energy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, energy. Energy. <laughs> Um, I'm good at making up words, so I actually did a, um, I did a, I did this bit at um, Smiths, and I forgot the word for monogamy. Oh yeah, and I called it. Um, what did I call it? Um, Mortonomy. <laughs> I'm like, are you I in would a? Think are mortonomy you, would yeah, be. <laughs> I'm like, are you in a mortonomous relationship? And for some reason, everyone, no one said anything, and I was just like, fuck. Hang on, no, it's not that. It's called something else. I had to get the audience to try and help me think of the word for when you only fuck one person. <laughs> <laughs> and it became funnier than the bit, me trying I to work it that. out. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to clip that and just put that bit of my set in here too because I'm not going to use that for anything else. Yeah. No, you're right though. Humans aren't like fucking naturally autonomous or what's it called? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, autonomous. They drive themselves. Okay. <laughs> Self-driven polyamory. Metonomy. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Who's in a metonymous relationship? <laughs> no, they just drive themselves around like the queen. Imagine the queen actually said, no, nah, no, nah, I want to do it. Like, just imagine, not polyamory, like, drove the car. Like, I'm trying to, I'm going on the other side. you got to keep up this side. These guys were laughing before you. You want me to fucking look at you? you got to keep up with these guys. Yeah, fair enough. But mortonomy is a mortonomy. great word. Oh, I ended up saying on stage, mortonomy is another word I'm making now. It's where the relationship just runs itself. Yeah. It's mortonomous. Okay. Yeah, it's like okay. an autonomous car, but it's a relationship. I had a guy telling me recently about um, being together apart. Ugh. <laughs> Which I thought sounded great. But it was about how he and his long-term partner live in separate houses and they're together, but they're apart. Uh, okay. Like, Maybe that's more autonomy. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that's... That's more divorcey. <laughs> That's a trial divorce, not a trial fucking relationship. More do, singly. No, well, whatever. Who like who am I to judge other people's relationship? I still do it. I just don't have any credibility to judge, but I still will do it. Mm. Um, but at the same time, um, dude, I've been. I think I've been tarnished by seeing way too many like polyamorous relationships and stuff that end up falling to shit. I'm sure there are some that might work. I'm just yet to come by one mm. um, or come from one. Uh, I'm sorry. Come in one. <laughs> come, in, come in one. Come on one. Anyway, so, <laughs> don't mind if I do. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> come from one. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so, I mean... Part of that bit that I was doing at Smith's was actually 
like the tail end of me talking about how like polyamory is essentially one person pretending the other one's not cheating um in in my experience i'm sure there's some that may work mm. but for the most part that's what it is it's like one person doesn't want to break up with someone before they find someone new so they're like let's be in an open uh, polyamorous relationship or whatever they want to call it yeah they find somebody that they want to be with and they're like oh, i want to be exclusive with this person now you know like and then they just cut everybody else out including their previous partner yeah it's like the i work in it so it's like what i call the like crossover implementation you sort of run two technologies at the same time so that the users don't experience any sort of like degradation of service yeah <laughs> fair enough is degradation even a degradation word? it is now oh there we go see i always wanted to be on the periphery of a polyamorous yeah situation because i know i only know i think i only know one person in canberra but it seems to work for them yeah and the way they describe it i was like I just want to be the little orbiting mm. boyfriend yeah. that ducks in and out. Yeah. Because I find it difficult enough to look after myself, yeah. let alone a full-time partner. Mm. But if I could just be that, like I got really jealous of people and I shouldn't have because it was awful for them, but people who are in like long distance relationships yeah. and then the borders closed. Yeah. I was like, that sounds fucking perfect to me. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> sort of in the relationship, but it's the, it's the thing that I was telling you about. It's the, it's the, um, together apart. Together apart. I think it's really appealing. I actually to me. thought it was going to be long distance relationship when you said together apart. Yeah, uh, um, have you heard of the staycation dude? The st I'm doing one right now. Yeah. 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 yeah, I just had a staycation the last three days. Yeah, right. So boring. Yeah. Dude, I went down the coast a few weeks ago. I was fucking pissing down with rain the whole time. I wish I had a staycation. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, actually, I, it was it was good. Or like, just went somewhere better. Yeah, maybe. But uh, I'm, I'm originally from down the coast, so... Oh, where's down kind, the coast? Uh, Maria. Yeah. Maria. It's near Bayman's Bay. It's down the coast. Mm, yeah, it's, it's all the coast. Um... <laughs> Hey, we're talking some movie trivia before this. Um, yeah. So John Candy. I'm a massive John Candy fan, and I've pretty much got most of his movies um, right up to like the last movie he did. Um, Wild what was West. the last one he did? Wild West. Yeah, he, it's like a western movie, but he he and he grew like a short little beard for it and everything. Really? Hey, I'll tell you an interesting fact. They finished filming that movie. They wrapped. It was all done. Yeah. He used to be a chef, so he cooked um, a feed for the whole cast and crew. And apparently he was notorious for putting on, like, food that was going to take hours to cook at, like, 12 o'clock at night and just be like, everyone has to stay up because oh. I'm cooking, right? You know? <laughs> well, he wouldn't be, like, you know, gun Movie to their stars. head. But, like, you know, everyone would just want to stay up because they just want to hang, you know, right? They just finished yeah. a movie, he'd put on a feed. Apparently he cooked up this massive feed for everybody on the show. They all ate. He called his manager, sold his football team, went upstairs and died in his sleep. Oh. Yeah. So um, the wife didn't want an autopsy because she was like, no, nah, like if he's gone, he's gone, you know? So yeah. they just left it at that. But it was a crazy ending considering, I don't know if he knew that he wasn't well or whatever. Yeah. He's Why a, selling the football team? Yeah. Well, his old man, his old man died um, around the same age of a heart a t heart attack yeah and john candy's a big guy mm. and um 
they think it might have been heart related, but yeah, yeah. but like he just yeah, sold the team. Fucking that was the end of that. Yeah. But he rapped, you know, he didn't do a Bruce Lee and bitch out halfway through. Like he got the movie done at least before yeah. he chose to. I think that's what Bruce Lee's famous for, yeah. isn't it? He's bitching out halfway through. Yeah, exactly. Just what fuck... was the film? Was it Dragon? Yeah, yeah. It was like uh, Enter the Dragon, Temple of the Dragon. Oh, just, yeah. I just pissed off a whole lot of karate kids. House of the Dragon. Yeah, House well, of the Dragon. don't tell them where you live. That's called Chasing the Dragon. Chasing it's the real the reason dragon. he died. You know, oh, you're getting right. on the old uh, <laughs> hillbilly heroin. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> the uh, the opiate. He got on the he got on the um That's traditional. Exactly, like yeah. He's listening to like the music from Tokyo Drift while he gets fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like a Chinese guy who just said Japanese references. Everyone's just like, We expected more from you. <laughs> Five seven white guy that looks like Duck Dynasty. <laughs> No oh, one's no. here for, to hear about my cultural awakening, you know. Like <laughs> that's a different podcast. Yeah, this is this isn't the fucking Mark Wokington fucking podcast. <laughs> Mark Wokington, I oh, like that. Oh shit, Marky Wokington, comedy Mark podcast. Mark Wokington, he him. Oh man, yeah, him. Um, what's the other thing I was going to say? The um, I've been. Named in a group chat that I was in, Mark Gerthington. And I'm just really? like, oh shit. Okay. What's this group chat? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was actually one, it was a, it was a bit of an awkward sort of thing because um, while I was single, I, I was seeing this girl um, and then she started seeing one of my mates and we were friends. Hmm. So it went from like she used to rock up to events with me to like she used to rock up with him. That sounds very polyamorous. And I was just like, oh, shit. I, I tell you what, I felt, if anything, I felt closer to my friend because like, now we're like, uh, you, you know. Something. Yeah, we shared something. Yeah, we shared something. Is yeah. that when you changed your name to Mark Gerthington? Well, Was she to... changed my name oh, really? in a group, group chat that they, we were with. All of like me, him, and some others were in. And yeah. yeah, she changed my name to that. Nice. I was like, just to keep the other fellow on his toes. Just to keep, yeah, keep him on his toes. I'm, I'm going for another <laughs> one star review. Holy fuck! So one, of, one, one, I got a one star review on um, iTunes for this podcast. Did you? From yeah. who? Um, no reply, no co- comment, no nothing. Just one star. That's the end Shit. of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I might have been like a salty listener because you know, um. My brother was probably that Greek guy who was in the beard oh, competition. Fuck. Have you talked about him before? No. So he, okay. he'll probably be the one from this episode. He does the one yeah, star. Yeah, yeah. He um, sounds like a bitch. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, uh, it was pretty, he was pretty solid. I, well, I don't want to piss him off. Anyway, so, okay. um, no, actually, fuck it. I don't care. Come, come <laughs> at me, con. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Con the fruiterer from that fucking. <laughs> con the beard, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Con the fruiterer. Um. But yeah, I used to actually have a, a Greek fruit, uh, like fruit and veggie salesman in in when I grew up in the um, t- local shops. Mm. His name was Theo. Nice. And he was the fucking slickest Greek dude you ever met, dude. He would fucking you walk in, he'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, have banana for your little boy. He like put, and then at the end he would just add it to the bill. You know. <laughs> <laughs> So he was upselling to children. Yeah, yeah, he would just That's be like, fantastic. Yeah. It's like, you want some strawberries? He's like, fucking give me, you know. <laughs> Your was... child looks like a kid with five pounds yeah. of passion fruit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your kid looks like he needs a fucking vitamin pill. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're talking about um, John Candy. Oh, um, yeah, John yeah. Candy, yeah. 
Um, and you're chatting about potential remake of the plane, trains, yeah. and automobiles. Yeah. So that that'd be interesting. But someone said something about that movie that changed my perception for the entire movie. What? What happened? Imagine that his wife is in the trunk that he's carrying around the whole time. Wow. Becomes a murder fucking horror it does, movie, doesn't it? And also because of how happy and shit he is. Yeah. It's like fuck. That's like a psychopath right like someone that can just like switch their mood from like i just killed someone to like hey buddy where are you yeah, going let's make friends yeah 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 that would change it i i haven't um yeah i haven't seen any of the words the, like the word of the 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 sequel but i'd be interested a remake or whatever but mm. i'd be interested to, i'm a yeah i'm a big fan do you know i actually bought a movie because john candy was in it yeah he played, this is early in his career, he played as, um, it was a bikey movie. Oh, yeah. And they rob a beer truck. So it's like a truck filled with, like, cases of beer. Yeah. And he plays as the truck driver that they, like, pull him over and steal the truck off him. Oh, no. Nice. But it's right towards the end of the movie. So I watched the entire movie like, where the fuck is John Candy? And then right at the end, there's it just smash cuts to this scene of just... Like, towards the end of this fucking, like, you know, young John Candy or middle-aged John Candy roaring down the fucking highway driving a beer truck and then all these bikes just surround his truck and get him to pull over. I'm like, that. oh, fuck, there he is, you know? And would that, then the VHS, like, after his career blew up, yeah. the VHS would have been, like, just John Candy starring John Candy. Yeah, yeah. No one else. Nothing else. I love those well, movies. That's the thing. Someone... He was on the, on the cover. Yeah. But he but played... he was in it for fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, What's your favorite one, John Candy movie? Uncle Buck for sure. Uncle Buck. Yeah. See, I'm a Cool Runnings. Yeah, I like Cool Runnings too. It's um, it's a front runner for me, but it's yeah. um not it's not it for me it's um. It's probably Uncle Uncle Buck's number one, and I heard an interview with his daughter. Hmm. Actually, I've tried really hard to because John Candy's son Chris works in radio. Yeah, I've tried super hard um, to try and put together a case as to why I should have him as a like a dial-in guest for the the podcast. Yeah, so I'd fucking love to have like either of those. But um, I heard an interview with his daughter, um, Jen Candy, and um, she was saying that out of all of the movies that he was in, his personality off-screen was closest to Uncle Buck. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. It was a degenerate gambler, cigar smoker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's a lovely way to remember the man. Yeah, yeah. Well, Thanks, she, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think she has done podcasts before. Actually, I've, I follow on social. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed. Oh fuck, maybe I've had a couple of overseas. Um, people like I've emailed a few people overseas. I've only ever had one international guest, and that was. Um, Tim Jacobus, he did all of the artwork for Goosebumps. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he... Now, Goosebumps, yeah. teen books, were they actually written by a computer? No. That was always the urban legend that R.L. Stein was a computer program. Oh, hmm. No. And I don't think computers were that good back then. So, I actually go into this on the podcast. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so Tim was saying that he used to do all the artwork by hand it was not done on a computer he used to actually the original books were all done mm. he used to draw and paint and whatever watercolor he used to do all those artworks yeah and they would then 
print them onto the cover of the books. Cool. Um, and he said that he actually didn't meet R.L. Stein at the start. So maybe, maybe there's maybe. a conspiracy there. Yeah. But he said the fir- they actually didn't meet each other for two years. They just worked with each other through their um, managers. Oh, wow. And they actually met in person for the first time after two years of producing content together. Wow. I want to know about R.L. Stein. I'm going to Google that when I get I've, home. I've, I've messaged him and asked if he wanted to be on the podcast. I got a straight out no. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Very computer response, maybe. Well, exactly. Was it like an out-of-office reply <laughs> no? <or? laughs> um, for media releases, please contact blah, blah, blah. No, no. It was, <laughs> please contact Jenny from accounting. Um, no. <laughs> Um, Jen Candy from <laughs> oh, Candy. full circle. That's what she's doing now. I will um, get her on the podcast to talk about someone else's career. <laughs> so, what do you think of R.L. Stein? <laughs> Sorry, what? Um, but yeah, it's, I uh, it was really cool to talk to him. Um, the other thing that he brought up was he at the very end he spoke about how he did a lot of traveling when he was younger and there was a lot of like stories that we probably could have went into had we didn't have like all this goosebump shit to talk about yeah well yeah well i actually did have submissions for questions i put it out there saying i'm gonna have and i got random emails from people like because goosebumps has a really big cult following yeah so we ran through the top 10 there's this website it's like 10 things you didn't know about tim jacobus hmm. and we fact checked all of them with him and only like a couple of them were true so like it was oh, really okay. cool to like ask the actual dude because there's so much shit on the internet about people yeah. and um it i just literally got to like fact check with the fucking dude himself you know what i mean yeah yeah that's good um, 10 things you didn't know about Tim Jacobus because they're lies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could just like, you know, my pod. And, and so like we had, well, I had people email me like mostly from the States that wanted to, um, yeah, wanted to ask like shit about like, you know, the color scheme or like they noticed that I had all these creepy emails. Like I had one that was like, they noticed a pattern in all the artworks and did they want to like, you know, was that was this a known thing that was done throughout the entire? Yeah, they those people that were what like, are you trying to tessellating and correlating all this information? And Don't you love that. Yeah. So yeah, it's I've actually got, um, all of the Goosebumps books. Um, the How original many are there? Sixty-two. Cool. So yeah, I spoke about that. But yeah, um, that's that was my only international guest. But I've tr- I've tried to get a few others. I try random people. I tried to get. Do you remember that show Hardcore Porn, the porn shop in Detroit? I didn't know that was a show. I just thought it was a genre. <laughs> well, um, there's a lot less money involved, but it's actually a porn shop in Detroit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I've I tried to get one of the guests from that on there. Didn't one of the people from that show on on, but it didn't have. Dude, I try fucking like the randomest. If I like a TV show, I'll mm. be like. I wonder if I could get that dude on, yeah. you know, like, and, and during COVID lockdowns, it was um, more achievable because people weren't out. They were sort of like, you know, like, I think one of the reasons I got Tim on was because, you know, um, he, I got, kind of got him um, between book signings and shit like that. So, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. 
And also, Fun. also timing. He he. It was like five o'clock in the afternoon for him, and like eight o'clock on a Saturday morning for me. So we just had to kind of queue it up. That's like the only window where it was like a normal time for uh, both of us. So he had to get up. But he got. He gets up at like four o'clock every morning just to like so that because he's an early terrifying. person. I can't have. I don't know. So I knew we we're on borrowed time because I was just like, I don't want to keep this dude up. Like if he's been up since fucking four o'clock this morning yeah but yeah no it was really cool man um fuck uh, yet again talking about my random shit but yeah all right well cheers heaps for being on the show um, thanks for having me we are going to uh do um yeah we, this is coming out after our show so um if you came out to the basement and checked out the show of roland and myself um yeah thanks for coming out um if you listen to this podcast uh, like as it comes out um, but yeah, appreciate you being on the show and, uh, where can people find you for social media? Social media on Instagram, I'm at Roly Foley. Yeah. Um, which is a very weird name. It's R-O-L-I-E underscore F-O-L-I-E. I don't know why I came up with it. No one can spell it. Mm. Um, that's about it. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I'll, um, tag, uh, Roland in this one, um, on the Instagram. So you can check me out, you know, Marky Worthington comedy, um, on all social media platforms, except for Twitter. It's just Marky comedy because Worthington's too fucking long for their character <laughs> uh, limit. Um, but yeah, th- thanks everyone for tuning in and uh, catch you on the next one. Don't buy me a drink. Just name names. Yeah, some yeah right. Big Tony. You'll get fucking thrown out of the strip club with your floppy disk. Yeah, all day. Make people feel shamed for shit all day. Don't blow it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. We're here to Keep it simple. Count your money. That they're not proud of. Just give me ten bucks. All right.